It's random convos from the couch. Hey everyone, it's Cody and Charisma. And you're now listening to Random Convos from the Couch Podcast. Stay tuned. Don't leave your girl around me to play for real. That's my nigga for real. You already know the vibes today. Hey y'all. 20-year anniversary on this day. Is it really 20 years? It is exactly 20 years because the album's called 8701. Hold on, is this this the same? Yeah. Situation. Yeah. In a ride. Mmm. Son, you gotta be smart about it. Okay. Celebration. With the guys. Get it. I sacrifice. Because I knew you cannot sleep without your face. And I, I, I loved you. Why? You were my girl. But it's your husband. But I, 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 Cause I'm gonna be alright tonight. Yes, y'all. My favorite Usher album was released. 20... Is it really? I Not Confessions. T- I, okay, hold on. We've discussed this. Confessions is his best album. Eighty-seven oh one was hit. My favorite. I only know the just just because like it was the timing of everything. Because you remind me that video was like one of my favorite like videos, and I remember just being in middle school, just like just you know. And I try. I tried. In my den, I tried to do that dance. That uh, at the end when he was, you know, when he had the solo. Yeah, when he did that little solo part, I did because I thought it was cool at With that the time. sunset. Yes, and, and he went on the light poles and got before he got in the car. You, you know. tried to attempt that. I, I try. I tried to do what I could. It, it, it didn't go well. There's no video of it. They got. Oh. It, it wasn't TikTok era. Also, since we're just gonna just jump into another album that dropped 20 years ago today was my man. Ha! I didn't do it right. Jada Kiss. Kiss the game goodbye. So we're gonna go ahead and just get into it with uh with uh with verses. Mm-hmm. So, that happened. so yeah, one of my favorite verses. Uh it was real New York. It was real New York. First off, I'm gonna just try to get it through this quickly. First of all, the DJs. Um so the first DJ came out, he was doing his thing. Now everybody was in agreement on Twitter that because this was all in New York, it was at Madison Square Garden. Nobody should be playing anything past the state of Ohio. Keep it all New York, East Coast, and all that. And so the DJ, with a couple of occasions of well, Tupac and stuff. Well, they were playing stuff from Georgia. That is East Coast. Well, you, that is. I mean, okay, mainly mainly New York. Okay. Would you say that? But so, and it was, uh, that was a deluxe DJ. He was playing the good stuff. I'm like, okay, I heard this song in a minute. Cool. Even the Philly will work, Boston or whatever. But then the but Dipset's DJ all of a sudden started playing All the World Turned Up from Roscoe Dash. And I was like, oh, this nigga. Okay, cool. So locks came out. They was ready. Dipset was was late, and they was acting a little too Hollywood. They did have the let's get ready to rumble guy. Yeah, uh, Michael Buffer, and, and he didn't actually say that same because I'm sure that bag was a lot more than what they could pay for. They already funded the the Madison Square Garden, and it was the the, the smaller part in my Madison Square Garden. So yeah, locks came out there and they just demolished Dipset. I didn't expect it to be like that. Yeah, um, the locks was really performing yeah. and like uh, just kind of had the instrumentals. Yeah, Jada Kiss and, was uh, MVP of the night. Yeah, I, I you know I don't really know that many Jada Kiss songs, but like I told you, mm-hmm. uh, watching that really made me understand and appreciate him as a rapper. Yeah, um, that he really can. He was rap. M- he was an MC. Yeah, he 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 exposed Dipset for not having. Uh, for having vocals in their tracks. Which I know you despise. Which I don't like That's like a pet peeve. If I go to your concert, if I spend money on you, and I listen to you already on Apple Music or whatever in the car, I don't want to feel like I'm listening to Apple Music just turned the way up on some speakers at your concert. At those verses places, like those shows, mm-hmm. when they be having people there, I wonder, those people just get in for free or they're like selling tickets to go? Oh, you're talking about like the crowd? Yeah. Yeah, I think that they, because they, uh, I don't think they would have given them for free because if they was giving them for free, People, it was not no way some people were going to get in that building. Well, I mean, they have, you know, a capacity. Yeah. But I'm curious as, do people, like, pay for tickets? I'm sure, I'm sure they probably only sold it in that area um, for all that. So, yeah, there was people in the building. So, you know, um, COVID, what? COVID, who? 
Uh, I'm just playing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was. Some people wore masks. Yeah, they, yeah. Even Fat Joe was in the crowd. He uh, he wore masks. He even said because when you know when uh, Dipset had just got done playing "Welcome to New York City," and, and Jada kissing them was like, "Oh, for real, we got something for you." So they played "New York" from a the the ja Rule track, which is also featuring uh, Fat Joe. Fat Joe said he almost pulled a little Monica. Little Monica. <laughs> he almost pulled a. Uh, a little mama couldn't think of her name mm-hmm. and got on stage and just was like he wanted to smoke at that point you know but uh yeah it was a good versus it was a it was a little closer than i thought it was gonna be after i did the judging but at the same time it was it was still a it was a gentleman's the 30 a lot better. yes and um jada kiss is now two and zero in versus don't put him no more in versus because you will lose possibly so we'll say that santana look crazy yo virgil designed that okay first of all he looked like you know how when you get your when you put your clothes in a hamper, mm-hmm. that's what he looked like. Like when he just because it was just too much going on. Just, and just like Charisma told me, just because it's designer don't mean it looked good. Yeah. And so he had too much on, and then at one point he he decided to have the black t shirt with the with the jewelry and put his his traditional bandana on. And then Jada Kiss at one point took his bandana off and and threw it on the ground and stuff like that. There was a. a Competition. That's what I was loving about it because they was like they were they were shit talking too, and like, that's what I like. I want more verses. It's verses. I don't want you to be all like it was a good song. You know, we played a good song too, but I like your song better. I, I didn't like it was so many people on the stage. Like they yeah, telling people to get off the stage, get off the stage. Because the locks just came in with just them three, with with, with the exception of like one person. And, and then like, Dipset brought the whole Harlem. They didn't even walk out together. Right. Like everybody was when like, it first started, I was like, "Is Cameron even there?" Yeah, cause I'm like, "Where's Cameron?" Cause I'm like, "I'm looking through." I was hoping he was gonna wear pink. He didn't even do that. He was all in all black. Yeah, and so he came out. He, and his glasses were like real. I didn't like his glasses. Too big, too big. Anyway, so then at one point they were like, "Everyone, can y'all all get off the stage? Get off the stage!" To the per- person, it was a white person because I know a white voice. You know that caring voice came out. It was like, "Hey, please get off the stage, or we're shutting this down. Please get off the stage." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but ain't nobody moved. And I'm like, how did people even get on the stage? Like, I only recognize like they one person. They were just letting people up there. Yeah, they were just letting people up there. Um, but yeah, if really it, security or anything, uh, I don't think. Right, but outside of that, Jada Kiss is MVP of the night. His music uh uh charted or at least streamed about two hundred percent from the last before the verses mm-hmm. and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, my man Jason, he killed it again. So. If we're going to stay with music real quick, let's talk about the fact that uh, somebody that is losing right now, Who? but it's his own fault, and that's uh, Jonathan. Oh, I thought you was going to talk about Aaliyah real quick, just because you're talking about streaming. Okay, yeah, you know what? We'll get, to, we'll get to the baby in a minute. Yes, everyone out there, it finally is about to go down. Aaliyah. Even though they've been saying it for years. Yes. Uh, I think it's going to be the 20th of August. Uh, Aaliyah's music it's is like going to be... It's like two weeks apart. Yeah, Aaliyah's music is going to be on streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, not all at one time. They're going to break down albums. Yes. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that because my favorite Aaliyah album is the Aaliyah album. <laughs> um, yeah, that... I actually have it on my phone, but from uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Just like everybody else. Everybody listens to SoundCloud. Everybody listens to, uh, or listened to, to YouTube. Right. You know, and stuff. Uh, so just doing a quick breakdown for everyone that is living under the rock. Uh, one in a Million, which is one of my favorite albums from her, is going to be released on the 20th. That's going to be the first one released. Then the Romeo Must Die soundtrack. We already discussed we're going to get the... Uh, the one with DMX. Yes, I love that song. Back in One Piece. Back in One Piece, of course. Uh, September 10th, Aaliyah, the album that you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, October 8th, I Care For You plus Ultimate Aaliyah is coming out. I'm, I'm excited uh, just because of the fact we finally get this. Um, first of all, I think she's going to do a billion streams because, uh, well, you know, music for, years. for years. And I think it's just, it's the most anticipated for any artist that's no longer living. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else's music is on platform. Yeah. And, and on top, because their families all took care of it. Like, because they're, you know, everyone streams. So it's like, that's why people say like stream Pop Smoke, stream why Nipsey. Did he, why, why wasn't it on there? I know. I it was the uncle. Her, but why didn't he put it on there? What was the reason? Money? I could, I forgot the reasoning, and, and it made me it think. It probably is money. It always boils down to money. Yeah, and I feel, here's the thing. I I felt like it was eventually going to happen, but and here's the thing. I hope and it just kind of sucks too because it's right. like 
it wasn't on streaming, but it's like you can't even find her music anywhere. Only thing you can find is the first album, which after a while is not. It, it was cool, but that was her first one. That's what R. Kelly. Yeah, like, stuff. you know, you can't just like you couldn't have bought it on. Uh, I sound a country. <laughs> bought. Uh, you couldn't have bought it on like Apple or whatever. You know, they don't make CDs anymore. Yeah. And if you wanted the music, like you said, you have to go to like SoundCloud mm-hmm. or you know YouTube. But then you got to download stuff and convert stuff. Ain't nobody got time to be doing all yeah. that. Yeah, and so it's so my whole whole thing is this. First of all, I need them to do it all in full. None of that. The sample clearance stuff. I hope they was able because you had years to do this, right? So I hope the songs still sound the same. Yeah, the only thing I would want different is higher quality, Mm -hmm. like like remastered. You remastered, but still no no changing no beats. All the verses stay the same. No extra guest verses. Mm -hmm. I don't need to hear somebody like Lou Uzi Vert on on a Leah song. You know how people like to add different shit on there that don't need to be added. You that know? would not be received well. That would not be received well. Because everybody was like, we waited how many years for this? Mm-hmm. But, uh, very excited for this. Aaliyah needed, we needed more for her. We, we've been trying to give her her flowers and it seemed like they've been trying to block it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yes, everyone, get those four albums on streaming coming up. Um, so I guess we can go from, you know, a queen to a bitch ass. <laughs> really. Are you talking about the baby? Yeah. Okay, so um, this is a topic I wanted to discuss on the podcast. I know we've been talking about the baby for weeks. I'm tired of talking about him too. Hopefully, this will be the last time. For I don't even think it's gonna be, but you're probably right. Yeah, um, we talked re- about him and his baby mama. Right, so everyone knows, you know, uh, you know, the baby had released this apology, like a formal statement or whatever apology air quotes right um and i saw this thing on twitter and they were basically it was like a question from variety uh magazine Mm -hmm. and i was reading an article and they were asking like you know what happens to payment when an artist is pulled the morning of their headlining slot because that's what happened with the baby is supposed to be the one the headliners for Lollapalooza. lollapalooza and then they replaced it with uh, was it Young Thug? Was it? I thought it was Freddie Gibbs or G Herbo. Or, I don't know. He was, with, it, so, was, somebody that I'm like they weren't on the, on the show, but either either way, you know they right. got they got a bag. Right, he yeah, was able to replace. Um, and they were like, it's likely that they typically get to keep their deposit, mm-hmm. which they said is ten percent of their performance fee. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, in the baby's case, his ten percent was two hundred thousand. Meaning his performance fee was two million, I, and I was like, first of all, two million for huh? But Let's I, go. I, honestly, that was shocking to me because I'm like, he charges two million to perform, and you, then also, hold, hold, wait, wait, I, I didn't ask you this. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you think that's more festival or actual performance? performance? His, his performance fee. So Tulsa, Tulsa, when he came down here last yeah. year, yeah. They paid two million for, but but he, but he had a tour. So uh, yeah, because he ain't getting. That's why I'm like, I can't imagine him getting two million dollars. I mean, per I'm, city. I'm, I'm not talking about the tours. I think it's um, because I think when it comes to booking for like tours, mm-hmm. they pick the cities they want to go to, just like the town. I think that also consists of if the I arena think, is available I as well. I think booking mm-hmm. fees is like. We're requesting you to perform. Oh, okay, okay. So his performance fee. So, but when I found it was two million, I'm like, the baby. And then you know, after Lollapalooza, all these other yeah, all the city limits uh, um, festivals. It, it was, I think, it was seven total. It was like, yeah. So that's if it's two million, that's fourteen million dollars. Yeah, even we you pulled lost, out for him to be a guest on our show. You okay? Um, he was never. <laughs> uh, you know, that's $14 million. Yeah. And your label, you're not the only one making that $14 million. You have other people to pay. You have a team. Yes. Like, that's why and artists they they get said, so mad because they, like, out of all label, of that, I probably left with, like, $10,000 of my that's own why, money. But that's why he wrote that apology. Because oh, it also came well, out, well, too, he probably didn't write that, it, uh, you know, he was supposed to uh, make this apology... Prior to Lollapalooza, but he didn't. 
and made it work. Okay, actually, th- let's get into the common thing real quick before I get you back into what you were saying. All he had to say was, everybody, put your hands in the air. That's all he had to say. Mm-hmm. But no, he had to be Jonathan and decide to be like, HIV, suck a dick in the parking lot, saying all these unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then realizing he literally murdered his own career. By himself. He did, but even like stuff like that made me think about like if his performance fee is two million. How much is like the real artists, the people that really know how to perform? Yeah. Like we talked about Beyonce. Beyonce, like Drake. How much is Megan's, Nikki's? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, I okay. First of all, because we were talking about when we had brought up Beyonce for real. She does stadiums now. I don't think she ain't going back to arenas. And only if she's doing an arena, it's probably if she does it, it'll she be like wins. a performance on a, on a war show or some shit. Okay. Other than that, it's stadiums. Her and, and her and uh, Hope, they not about to be going. With, like that, that performance we saw on the Chesapeake July fifth a few years ago. That was the last time we're gonna see them in the Chesapeake. Mm-hmm. They come to the Chesapeake. The Thunder just happen to be doing good in the NBA playoffs. They ain't happening soon. But at the same time, that's crazy. So yes. That Coachella bag, it was enough for her to be like, you know what? I don't have to release no new yeah, music. I think at that time she's thinking she got paid like a little bit over three million. Yeah, and and, and Rihanna too. Like I'm sure she's getting. Buku oh, worried about that. Oh yeah, yeah. She's a she a bill billionaire. She yeah. Billy. But um, but you know what made me? I was asking you. I was like, wait. So it made me wonder when artists do perform at award shows. Are they paid for that? Hey, okay, so we we said we were going to discuss it on the show. I'm thinking, nah, you, first of all, it's an invitation to get you in, in the building. So you can't be like, hey, I'm going to charge. Who, if, if any artist, real artist, happen to just ever come across this, I would love for y'all to hit us up because I need to know this answer. But real talk, you got to be honored to be there. Like, you obviously, they want you to perform because maybe you've got a song that's out right now. And on mm-hmm. top of that, you probably nominated for an award. So they need the, the show to also have that, you know, thing. Who going to charge the Grammy? Okay, so I looked it up. All right. Do artists get paid for at award shows? And they said, no, they do not get paid. There's only one award show that, that artists do earn a paycheck. And that is the Oscars. Oh yeah, that would make sense because it's not. Um, yeah, that would make sense because the Oscars is, is uh, acting and shit. So mm-hmm. and then that so that meant that uh, Three Six Mafia got a bag that one year for Hustle and Flow with mm-hmm. Taraji P Henson. Dang, she got a performance fee, uh, a check from that. Okay, I see you, I see you, girl. But yeah, um, so it says that yeah, no, they don't get paid, but they do get like for like the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um. They get like, then they know like if you are on the Grammys, that's gonna boost your sales. Yeah, yeah, because you we, get the exposure. Yeah, because I'm sure like everybody. Because here's the thing with oh, with the Grammys, everybody is all different what you listen to and everything like that. So what happens in the Grammys? We we know the Cardis, Travis Scott, you know whoever, right? But then it's the same show that you won't know an artist, and then they may win the award, and you're curious. You uh, maybe with Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. You were like, I've never heard of this. I've heard the name, but I never listened to any of them. But they, they were saying, only thing I guess, like you know, like with the Grammys, they said basically, um, like you don't get any money, mm-hmm. but like if you win a Grammy, you know, the price of the brick goes up. They were saying, for instance, like Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh damn! When he won his first Grammy, mm-hmm. his uh, I guess like his rate was like one hundred and thirty thousand. Uh huh. It went up to two hundred thousand. Rightfully so, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, for the Oscars, it says musical acts who perform their nominated songs make anywhere between twenty four hundred and five thousand. So they yeah. don't get paid a lot. But still, it, like, just imagine if I made a song and a movie, and I'm talking about the movies that gonna be like nominated for like some, you know, some shit about like mm-hmm. the war or some shit like that, and they were like, "We like your song that much. We want to put it on the award, and then I perform that shit." I'm, shit, my shit gonna be three million. If the babies is that, you know. And I was just talking to me because I'm like, he's not. But, but we but said we, though, we think it's the rock star. That, yeah, that number one song. You know. <laughs> but let me tell you something. His performance we gonna go down because ain't nobody gonna. Pay <laughs> he gonna have to because they like look. We gonna we gonna we'll negotiate with you at this yeah. point. 
Okay. He, he doesn't have that anymore. Maybe he can perform at a normal music festival. People people really not about trying to book him, honestly. You know, so bad because nobody he wants that. To, he every day was something. Somebody was like, he has to do a whole we, new rebrand. We appreciate all her fans that may be HIV positive and everything like that, and we want to let you guys know that he's no longer performing. Let me tell you, these memes is crazy. He uh, he has to rebrand completely. You know what? He gonna he, he gonna have to stop making music for a little. If this was the as fucked up as I'm about to say this, if this was the moment where he needed to stop making music for a little bit, this is the moment mm-hmm. because he was coming out with too much. We already discussed that last week. So now I'm like, look, my dude, just just lay low for like a a few months. Yeah. Just stay off social media. You you need you you have to go through a punishment. And maybe, just maybe, your your first song out may hit. Mm-hmm. But until that time, just lay low. So, alright. So, uh, let's get into something else. So, uh, Coco and Ice-T, yeah. they have a five-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, so it came out at first that uh, Coco still breastfeeds her daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's five. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many uh, was that with sixty months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it came out she was breastfeeding her daughter, and people yeah. had a lot to say about it. Yeah. Um, which I'm not gonna lie, I did I did it first, uh, too, because I was like five. Um, but they did say that she is eating like regular food, but Ice T came out and said that he confirmed. Yeah, but he said that Coco doesn't even produce milk. Mm-hmm. She just sucking on her titty. So me and Ice-T's daughter got something in common. And what is that? <laughs> no, say it. You want to make the damn joke. Don't say it. All right, cool. I like sucking on titties. All right. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me specify this. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I, I don't just like sucking on titties. I like sucking on your titties. All right. This just took a turn. Yeah, because you, <laughs> hey, you want me to go there. No, because you don't want to make the joke. I did make the joke. We could have just kept it. No, you didn't, ha- you didn't have to do the joke. I know. Okay, then. But I so, did. Okay. So. Uh, but no, I am proud of what okay, I got you. I right, got you. All right. But yeah, so it came out. What? <laughs> sipping tea. It's sipping water. <laughs> um, I'm sipping tea, all right. Okay. But, um, but yeah, that came out and people was like, okay. But like I said, I did have something to, like I did have an opinion about it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not my business. I mean, there's nothing about it that says that is Yo, wrong. You, you do realize that every one of our topics ain't any of our business, but we can make it ours. You know. I mean, but I'm talking about having an opinion about someone's personal parenting skills and how they choose to. Raise I completely their understand that. Yeah. Um. I don't have any kids. I mean, your child is not, um, you know, in risk of danger or anything like that. I mean, if that's that's what you want to do. In your household, that's you. Who am I to tell you how to raise your kids? Right. If it works for them, it works for them. So yeah, you know how goes. Yeah. So doing thing. Did you want to discuss what's going on in the state of Texas? Yeah. So uh, I'll talk about this briefly. Um, I know me and Cody like we have discussed. No. Okay. Uh. So in the state of Texas, y'all, if you live in Texas, Texas listeners, uh. Texas schools, um, you know, COVID is still running rampant, going strong in the school in the state of Texas. The governor has made it basically illegal. They can't require uh, for schools to require kids to wear masks or mm-hmm. teachers to wear masks. Um, and they've even gone as far as basically if your school wants to offer uh, virtual learning to the kids. You know, like if the parents don't feel safe for their kid going to school, they were like, well, basically, if you offer virtual learning, you don't get funding for your school. Crazy. Which is beyond fucked up. Yeah, it is. Especially if you're a state that not even regarding schools, if you were a state as a whole, you're not even trying to mandate masks. Right. Right? This is the same state, the same governor, who said that 
they were saying that the reason that their COVID cases were going up was because of illegal immigrants. Excuse me? <laughs> You're blaming the COVID numbers on immigrants, illegal immigrants crossing the border? They would do that shit. Because they're racist. That's some racist ass shit to say. And then they even said this, like, they're not even testing the fucking immigrants. You know so, they don't care. We yeah. know they don't care. We see pictures about immigrants at these camps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How they have them having full blankets and shit. So we know they don't care about their welfare or their well-being. So, uh, fuck Governor uh, Greg Abbott. He's a bitch-ass nigga. I don't even live in Texas and he pisses me off the shit I be reading. But, that was it. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Ain't it though? Yeah. Uh, hold on, and it's so crazy how the, uh, when the Texas Educated, is it Texas Educators Association? For what? Is it, is, isn't it what they call Because they, uh, what no you call clue. it? They, they think, st- uh, stand for T. And I was like, that's the T that they getting? So, I don't know. The Texas uh, T. This is real quick. I just mentioned it. Y'all always said allegedly uh, Young Miami is dating uh, Diddy. Yo, Diddy. they spent a little bit too much time. Which from, is which is an odd couple. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, uh, Diddy is trying to do an R&B label just for R&B artists. And uh, so, artists out there. If you Why would he create a whole different label when he still has Bad Boy? Or does he not have ownership of Bad Boy no more? He probably do. But then again, I don't know what, what's going on with Diddy. He just... Because all I do... All I see him doing is being on he vacation. He's not no artist right now. He still got artists. He Who he still... got other than his kids? Who he got in himself? Hold on, I, the both his kids got uh, deals with him. I thought that they was on some other shit. I think his son, the one that be rapping, is a uh... King Combs. Yeah, I think he on Bad Boy. Oh, that's well, why got... wouldn't he be? No, look, if I if I'm like uh, Mr. Mogul in hip hop. I ain't about to just sign my kids just because he want kids. But, no. he, but I mean, he do got time to. He can rap a little bit. Yeah. He, he I has, mean, or if, if you knew the type of business that your dad has done, would you sign with Bad Boy? <laughs> no, I would not sign with Bad oh, Boy, okay. even if I am Diddy's son. Like, I see what you did to Mace. I see what you did to everybody else. Um, You know, like, no. I, I wouldn't already get out the house. I don't want to, you know, sign somebody else. Sign with somebody else. But, um... But yeah, if you if you sign to Bad Boy in twenty twenty one, you're a fool. Just just don't do it. Uh, all right. We I guess we can go ahead and get into. Oh wait, wait, wait real quick. What was your thoughts on Miami? They did it's it, an it, odd. It's an odd ass couple. It's a big age difference, uh, age gap. Yeah, cause she's like twenty four. Oh, she's younger 25. than you. Yeah, she's young. I think. And Diddy's what fifty. Yeah, he uh fifty one. Turning fifty two. He yeah. liked them young girls though. Cass Cassie was younger. Mm-hmm. Um Jennifer Lopez was about the same age. Who was? Jennifer Lopez. Oh well between him and her? Yeah, I think. Yeah, she's uh she's uh actually she's a year older than me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, what if this is the, the ultimate Actually I don't know how though she is. JT is a year older than me. JT's born in 92. I don't know what Miami's birthday is, but she's young. My whole thing is maybe uh, Miami is being the ultimate opportunist because maybe she's trying oh, to she scam already, she already got money. The, the ultimate scammer of mm. people's stuff. I'm playing. I, I'm thinking too deep into it. Yeah, you reach You it. know. So, all right. So, let's get into random questions from the couch. So, okay. first question. Okay. What do you think today's legends out are outside of Beyonce. Our parents had Chaka Khan, Patti LaBelle, and more. Who do we have? Patti LaBelle or Patti LaBelle? You definitely did. Did I say Patti? You did. Who, hold on, hold on. Who, has, who is Patti LaBelle? That's what I say. Who is Patti LaBelle? So maybe, maybe I've seen somebody's page that said Patti LaBelle and quickly just went to that. Patti LaBelle, you know. Uh-huh. So who do you think today's legends are? As far as what genre? Out, we just say hip hop uh, and R&B. Just, really R&B for singing. Um, a legend. You said other than Beyonce. Yeah. Other than Beyonce, who was considered a legend. Other than Beyonce. In the year two thousand and now, like two thousand and like now. 
Mike. <laughs> Shit. Mariah, no? I mean, I could say Mariah Carey. I mean, mean, no, but she came out in the 90s. Or do you mean like a legend like what starting with what year? Like 2000 and now? Let's start 2000. Even though the artist could have came out in the 90s, 90s, they could still be big in 2000. Because if you think about it, Mariah Carey had the Emancipation of Mimi in 2005. Which is a classic. Yeah. And so, Um, you know. Is it just females or males? It could be either or. Because for me, like if I'm saying, like if if I say R&B, Oh shit! Now I realize I really don't have an answer. I'm gonna say Mariah Carey. Um, that's really hard because we don't really have like any like. It's hard because no, I like in, no. in this day and age we don't really have that many like true R&B singers. Do you agree? The, okay, the ones that I feel like. Even for hip hop and R and B, for people that is like really good at their craft, uh-huh. they're not the ones that's going to be selling. Only people that's going to be listening to them is the people that's be is looking for that and, and listening to it. So I say like Jennifer Hudson is like one of the best singers, but she ain't a legend. But she's not a legend. Yes, I'm just saying like if we're talking about ability. But that's about that wasn't your question. You asked about legend, not ability to. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But but we don't really have any at Ryan, all. Ryan we. Barry. I think we live at a time where we didn't, we don't cherish our music as much as we may listen to it. We don't cherish our music as much as they did back in the day because when they had it, it was, it was everything was just going in a certain direction. Well, I just think music is evolving. Uh, back then, people really cared about real R and B. Now they don't really care about that. They care about what what beat sounds the best. Yeah, we we, we, yeah, we like, talked they about they it when really um, care about lyrics. We talked about like there was eras, like how we talked about like the ringtone era and stuff. Everything is more based off what you have on social media. No one cares about. But they, they they don't really care about the true artistry of being a good singer. Yeah, and and then some people try to bring it like I'm gonna try to bring it back to where it used to be. Okay, I do feel like this. I hate when I do go on Twitter and see. Hey, you know, they'll, they'll post an old clip back in like either late 90s or early 2000s of an R&B song. And they're like, how come dudes don't sing like this no more to girls and stuff like that? Because oh, now like they just go. Shit, like niggas used to beg. Yeah. Niggas don't beg no more. Yeah, because guess what? I'm sorry to say this, but it's, it's more easier now than it was probably then. Okay, you got you got any male singers? Um, Legends. Only person I could, if he comes out with another album and, and it does well for him, he could be up there. I could say Bruno Mars. Really? I can't. Uh, I'm Usher? not gonna say Cr- Usher. You think Usher is two thousand. Usher's a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend. I, you know what? I, I'm gonna call him a legend. I'm not on this day. I'm not gonna just say he's not a legend. Yeah. You know, if I, at all days. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, he was like I said, eighty-seven on one was great. Uh, Confessions like, was I a classic. Like it, it would literally have to be anybody that came out and like not came out because he'd been out since the nineties. But like they had music in the early two thousands and they're still relevant today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna one, one day, one day, I'm gonna bring this up either on either podcast, and I'm gonna, then I'm going to break it down. Two thousands R and B is better than nineties R and B. I stand behind that. I don't care what anybody said. Okay. And maybe it's just because I, uh, you know, as I'm as I started to get a little older and started realizing it, but mm-hmm. like my favorite R and B shit and songs and everything really came from the 2000s than it did in the 90s. The music back then it just sounded so much better. It just kind of sucks because even the artists that you it, like, it was based you know, on talent. Yeah, and the artists that you like, they just don't make music no more. Yeah, because it's only a very few people like just in, just for genre that can make an album. And mm-hmm. still, congrats to Hans. We just came out with a Nas album, and Nas sounded just as good as he did when he when he first came out. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was able to evolve. And same thing I think with like with Jay, he makes still good music to this day and everything. Um, but yeah, so it's really hard to answer that question, especially like uh, yeah R and B. Yeah, nah. Because I can't. I'm not putting Trey Songs on that list. No. I'm not putting Chris Brown it, it, on that list. I mean, he's on his way, but he's no. on his way. But I think that. But the thing about it is you want to go upward. You don't want... I feel like... Okay, all right. To you, because you're more of a bigger Chris Brown fan than I am. Mm-hmm. What do you think his best album was? Um, dang, the one, I, the one I had. Was it called? Uh, not called Evolution. The one had Kiss Kiss on it. That was the second album. 
I love that fucking album. That was his second album. How he's released multiple albums since then. So his to second me, to me, that was his best one. I love that album. Exactly. I knew every fucking song. Right. Well, I mean, just because now he's been releasing these projects and has been having fifty songs. I don't need all that. Yeah, and it's doing too much and everything. It's an overkill. But my whole thing is, as a, to me, an artist, they they always stay on a certain lane or they go up. If they I don't want our. If, I mean, but Chris Brown, he's just, he's been evolving with the times because. Yeah, he's a yeah, and that's what and that's what it's like. But my whole because thing when is, he first came out, he was making them a love song. Like, yeah, great. Yeah, when well, he was a kid, and that's what they were like. We want to talk about. And then as he got older, he got tattoos. He dyed his hair about fifty times. Dated all these people, and just mm-hmm. be, just became what was happening. He mm-hmm. kind of he kind of was a he was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is is that if he comes out with more music. He, I want him to do what he first did when he first came out. Like, still be the same. But do people want to hear that? But, and that's, see, that's the reason why we can't, we don't never have that's nobody why involved. They, that's why they don't last, because the, the, the sound is changing. People don't care about that no more. And, and that I know sucks. We, we want it because it's what we grew up on, what we were raised on, what, right. what sounded good. Right. But this new generation of people, they don't want that. Yeah. That they don't want to hear that shit. They want the beat to be popping or whatever. They, they ain't caring about no damn lyrics. But a lot of times if you listen to these songs without the beat and read the lyrics, you'll be like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's some straight up garbage. Exactly. You know. So, all right. Last one, real quick, before we get into Can You Believe This Shit. All right. What trait do you like in your own gender, but you hate in the opposite? What the fuck? I'll, I'll answer it first. Because obviously I read Because I'm confused about that question. I I like okay. I, hold on, I'm gonna make sure I say it right. Depending on the situation, mm-hmm. a man to me can be aggressive, not too much, but just like aggressive and like you know stand his ground. But sometimes if a woman does it, and not saying that she's, I'm not saying like oh she's a bitch or anything, but it may come off different from when a woman does it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it could. Or how about this? I'm just, and this is not an actual example, but I'm just going to throw it out just to help you out. I think if a man is messy, it's like, it is what it is, but a woman's messy, that's kind of weird. Or, or you mean opposite. If a woman is messy, it's kind of... Yeah. Uh, so, like, what do you... It's like it's kind of expected. Yeah, like, what do you like for, like, it could be personality traits or anything like that. What do you so, like for... So, basically what I like that women do, but I don't like that men do? Yeah, yes. Um, shit, I don't know. Cause I'm like, well, I don't like when nobody's messy. Yeah, I'm just, you, um, like I said, I just use an example. Um, I don't know, cause I feel like that kind of goes and gets into like gender roles. Yeah. As far as like what's <laughs> like what's expected of a woman and what's and what's expected of a man and what's acceptable as a woman but not acceptable as a man. You know, okay. You okay? I'm not a woman, but if I were to. If say it say if I was a woman, so for the just the quick mm-hmm. two seconds of this answer, mm-hmm. if I were a woman, mm-hmm. I think it's acceptable for a woman mm-hmm. to be in the bathroom for a long time to get ready. But if a man is just as long, that shit's weird. I mean, yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, but if you take a long time, I mean. Because when y'all get ready, y'all y'all go through the works to make, especially for something that you want to do. Because we gotta do more. Exactly. Now I'm just saying that for a man, we don't gotta do much like that, right? No. You but if a man took a long time, would you think that's kind of like okay? Why are you taking this long? I just be asking like, what are you doing? Yeah, and then say I'm just getting ready. I like doing what? You know, I gotta brush my teeth. I gotta uh, <laughs> I gotta make sure my uh my lining on my mess oh my does gosh. right. You know what I'm saying? Make sure the sideburns is cool. And stuff like that. Gotta uh, exfoliate my skin. Gotta make sure my waves is hitting nice with the brush. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Cologne. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, you be trying to hit me with these damn think piece questions. Jesus. That's not the, okay. That is a think piece. You trying to ask me think. You got me thinking and shit. Let's get into can you believe this shit. Yeah. God damn. Can you believe this shit? What trait do you think that women have that's acceptable that men don't? Who going first? I'm going to go. Go. Damn. It's aggressive. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, 
Can't believe the shit. This says, um, my husband recently passed away and my in-laws keep asking me for his sperm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, read the article to you. It's really, really quick. Relationships with in-laws can be pretty tricky at best of times, but after losing your spouse, things may become even more strained and difficult. One woman says, one woman who says her husband recently passed away due to cancer has shared the, unfor- the uncomfortable position she's found herself in with his parents. Um, she had, this, I guess they had found this information from Reddit. Mm. According to Reddit, the unnamed widow asked for some perspective on a situation she claimed to be, she claimed to be involving her late husband's sperm. Um, the woman explains that before his passing, her husband had frozen some of his sperm in hopes that the couple could have children after his chemotherapy. Um, it said, uh, she said, when my husband was diagnosed with cancer, we froze his sperm so he could have children via insemination, via chemotherapy. Uh, his parents were very involved in his treatment and were aware that we were doing it. His treatment was unfortunately unsuccessful, and he passed away in July. Um, she said his parents asked me if I was considering being inseminated with his sperm, and I said no. <laughs> then they asked me if I could transfer ownership of sperm to them so they could use it to have grandchildren. I assume they're planning on hiring a surrogate for this, but I'll admit I was surprised and confused I didn't actually ask. Um, she adds, we, uh, she says she admits that her gut reaction to their proposal was that it was wrong and exploitative. She said no. She adds, we froze his sperm because we wanted to raise a family together, and freezing his sperm seemed like a better option than adopting or using a sperm donor, not because he wanted to give his parents grandchildren just because it was a D- or just put his DNA out into the world for the sake of it, she said, I'm also confused about who they expect to raise this child or children as they're both in their 60s. The surrogate, one of their nieces or nephews, my husband had no siblings. And I certainly wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. It feels like they want their bloodline to continue without any thought to the practicality of it. Um, dang, they said, I think this, I think this was like... So, they asked her within, like, two weeks of him passing. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just, uh, so people were commented, um, some people was like, you know, I'm sorry, those are your in-laws, and then the right, person right. was like, to be fair, they're also grieving, this could be some outlandish thing in their minds right now, um. They said a third person replied, most clinics or, or sperm banks will not transfer ownership to a person who is not the next person who can, unless your person had a power of attorney or that was specifically said that your that your in laws can assume ownership ownership of his frozen sperm. Um, clinics will not accept it because it's taken on a major liability. Um, the owner of the semen, which is your husband, would have been the only person who could consent to how it's used unless accepted to have ownership. Mm. That is some bullshit. Can you imagine? How would you feel? If I, like, for instance, if, Take you what's know, the question? I am. We froze, well, we're going to say, um, you know, we froze my eggs. Something happened to me. Right? My family members, my mama, comes to you and was like, what you gonna do with the eggs? I want a grandchild. We're, we're, Hold we're, on. The way you just said that made it seem like <laughs> you can meet them grandchildren now. Like, hold on. Don't but, be, that's why I so, said I don't like a woman okay, so, so I'll take myself, I'll take us out of it. But how would you feel though? Let's say taking us out. Your spouse dies and we told you we were doing this, right? He dies. And you asking me for his sperm? That was my husband. 
And like the wife, like the lady said, y'all motherfuckers is 60. Who raising this kid? He ain't got no siblings. So who raising them? You don't get to do that. You don't get to continue my husband's I legacy. feel like there's more to the story than to what you read. No, that's all it was. I mean, I no, don't no, know. No, oh, no. like, you mean, like, what she's not saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think, know. Because, I, you know how, like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, that, maybe know, I'm going to be wrong about the information. But don't you get money for a surrogate mom or adopting or get something like that? Don't you I get mean, money if, if you decide to be a surrogate, the person you're... Uh, it's the surrogate gets paid. Yes. Okay, never mind. I'm trying to think like if, if this was paid. just a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, no, the surrogate gets paid, and the people whose child you're caring, uh, caring, they pay for all your medical expenses. Mm. Um, but I feel like that's really insensitive. My answer would be no. And if anything, you might want to keep the eggs for yourself. If if you wanted, there's a big if, right? Not, you know, not if. You know, yeah. But if we were planning on doing this together. And he's no longer here. That plan is done. Yes. He been in the ground for two weeks. You asked me about his his sperm? No, ma'am. That's some crazy shit to ask somebody. Yeah, it is. It's really insensitive. I know they're grieving too, but damn, I was his wife. You're not above me, so back the fuck up. Or you get smacked the fuck up. Mm Mm-hmm. My folk will make sure these eggs ain't going to grow. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, mines. Okay. Indiana mom accusing, accused of killing husband and making kids help clean up the crime scene. Um, so That's te- really fucked up. Right. Tess, I'll make sure I get this name because this name was what? Tessalonica Allen. She it's, black. She black? She gotta be her name is Tessalonica. Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think she was. Mm. I think I think she may have been Hispanic. I have to look again, but what's her last name? Allen. She's black. Th- that don't mean her husband's not because she got married or something. Okay, go ahead. All right, whatever. Uh, she's facing half a dozen charges in connection to the murder. Her charges include murder, abuse of a corpse, and child neglect. She is scheduled to appear on court on Friday. So, or at the time when the story came out. So, according to police, two of the children heard a loud bang and saw Randy Allen, which is their dad, lying on the ground. He asked them to call 911, but their mother uh, told them not to. Uh, Tessalonica put the body in her daughter's closet. Later that night, she woke the kids up in the middle of the night and uh, said to have, her, to have them help carry the, car, uh, the body to the car. But they were unable to because the body weighed too much for them to all carry. So she reportedly used an axe to cut off his legs the next she day. She made all her kids an accessory to murder. Right. Uh, it had her children help, and had her children to help him, help put him in a bag. Oh my God! She's making them accessories. To so murder. she's also and helping she's her them clean up the crime. Yeah. Oh help my them, gosh! Help them clean up the crime scene, and so she put him in the car. She planned to put him in the car and light the shit on fire. So, uh, an autopsy uh, revealed that Randy had been shot in the spinal cord and was unable to move, and a medical examiner uh, concluded that he bled to his death. During the investigation, um, Tessalonica told police that she shot her husband because he had abused her. When they searched her apartment, they discovered the body in in a handwritten to-do list, such as spray him in the face, hit him in the knee with a hammer, and roll the body up in the sheets in plastic bags. So the family is de- the the family of the uh, the husband is devastated for the loss, and the aunt was like, "I can't imagine what the kids are going through." So she did. So to I looked ke- it up. She's black. She is. She is. Ah, oh. you know what? I did see that picture. Her name is Thessalonica. The- what did I say? Tess. I thought, I thought the H was solid. No. That's besides the point. She had all, she did all this in the kids. This is the, this is literally the moment where people are like, what about the children? Think about the children. She didn't because she made an accessory to murder. Yeah. How, how, fu- how, how the fuck you happened? traumatized. You, cause, exactly. Yo. You got your kids beating up their daddy? I mean, he's already dead. But dismembering his body, hitting him with objects. 
You and the fact is, how the fuck are you gonna kill your husband mm-hmm. or your whatever? I don't know if that's her husband or boyfriend or whatever. How the hell are you gonna kill your man and go put him in your daughter's closet? Put him in yours, motherfucker. You don't want to did it. So you want me to? You want me to smell the decaying body? You know, in my room. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that was the closest room next to where the, the shit happened because they no. all she needed them to carry the body because obviously he did. You killed him. You carried that motherfucker yourself. She didn't think this through. Actually, okay, let's just be honest. She How old were the kids? Did they ever say? They didn't say. But let's just put, maybe if you look it up, if you want Honestly, to. Honestly, it makes me wonder, do the kids have issues? Already, beforehand? Yeah, like mental issues, maybe something. Maybe some because, I, because, imagine. Because I can't think of a, a, uh, I just feel like that they have to have had some type of disability. Mm. Because I just don't see how they just gonna be riding with it. Correct. Like, oh, what? What could she had told them? Do this before I Hell do this to no. you. Hell I'm no. just saying she, you know. So, uh, rest in peace to Randy. Because I'm he, curious how the kids are. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just end this day on a good note. Everyone today, listen to your boy Cody. Stream eighty seven oh one. Let's celebrate a twenty year old classic. And, uh, oh, and real quick, just because I, I did see this right when I was looking for the King Believe This Shit, Usher and T-Pain have talked. They're on good terms. So everything is good. Well, that's good. So Usher right now is continuing to do his uh, his residency in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say to the people before we get out? Nope. All right, y'all. Well, uh, next week we may be having a, a part two of um, okay. the Best Of Show. The best, the best of show for a pot, you know, next week, the fourteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I, I've already thought about some clips, you know, to kind of do. So that way, they will be out an episode for you know a week or so, whatever like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.